everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host of the most, as always, Adela Marcy. I told you I'm bringing the heat every single year. Last year was Legends. This person, unfortunately, didn't get included because I didn't know them. But if I knew them, they would be included for sure. Um, some of you may be familiar with the name that's already on the list. Some of you may not be familiar with the name. And that's completely fine because you're probably very familiar with that app because I've recommended it to you and I think nearly everyone else has. That is, of course, Brain.fm. This episode, again, I wouldn't say it's directly sponsored by them, but we're basically throwing them in as the sponsor call for this for Brain.fm because I endorse the shit out of them because I use them all the time. Um, trust me, like before this show, I had a full fanboy moment with Dan uh, himself speaking about how much I love this thing. It's amazing. Also, very quickly, just bringing him on right now, the one and only Dan Clark. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks to be. I'm glad to be here. Man, I'm glad that you are here. Like, as soon as, to give you guys an idea, usually I take months to find the right person. I want to get them on the show, whatever it is. I didn't even know I could have Dan on my show until someone asked me, like, Esther, she was like, do you want Dan on the show? I was like, um, yes. What, what, what kind of book? Here's my link. It was that quickly. It was, I think it was like three in the morning for her that she sent me that question. And I was like, delirium. I'll let her, I'll let her book this. But Dan, thank you for doing this. I appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, just real quickly, I want to touch upon something that I personally found out when I got your bio. You sent Brain FM a, a 12 emails to get a tech job or like get a starting job at Brain FM because you were a fan? Yes. So we were talking about this before the call, but I actually came into the company um, during the AppSumo launch um, myself. Okay. I came across it and I was so enthralled with the product. Um, I had I built out eight, uh, companies before this and was at a digital advertising agency. And I've always structured my work to work at 10 p.m. at night to four in the morning because I needed to find my zone. And for me, why work six hours when I could work one hour on the same project and get it done? And I was doing that and came across some uh, reasons, which is a whole other story on why I wanted to move on to something else. Came across Brain FM. And the first time I tried it, I go, holy shit, this yeah. is going to change the world, and I need to be part of this rocket ship. And that's all I wanted to do. So I kept calling and calling and calling. I worked for free for the first month. I said, you guys will you know, find the value um, in me. I'm confident in that. And then uh, fast forward three years later, and now I'm CEO of the company. And um, it's been a fun ride to get here. What I'm going to say is how quickly you actually got CEO as well, because we know a lot of companies, they take absolutely ages to get there. But you can hear it in your voice already exactly. You're still excited today is the first time you put the headphones in and listen to like the first beats basically that were on there. I am. I am. I think it's it's amazing when you find a business that can be a profitable business, but can also make change positively in the world and help people. And it's very rare for that. So every day I get out of bed in the morning and I have a mission to help people and to grow this business and to spread this tool. And that's where I get all this passion from. Yeah. It's so powerful the way it is. And I actually truly enjoy, um, I truly enjoy everything about the app. I mean, I really am not a good person for daytime naps. I just don't like them, but like, so I've, ha I've got this problem where sometimes I get onto a copywriting streak where I just start writing for hours on end. And uh, I know I hit burnout with my own self if I don't t pull myself away from the computer, take a 20-minute nap, come back and hit strong. 
I can't do the 20 minute nap all that well, but I tried it with Brain FM like a couple of weeks ago. First time I slept for a full 20 minutes, got up exactly at the 20 minute mark and was like, okay, I'm refreshed. Let's do this. Fantastic. So one of the questions I really do have for you is what lessons, what specific lessons did you pick up throughout the journey of that three years at Brain FM that really kind of catapulted you into the CEO position? I mean, you worked your ass off to get there. Don't, nothing taken away from that. Um, but what were the lessons that really put you in that position to actually be promoted CEO? Great question. Um, I think some of the lessons were just about you know, I think working, you know, even though I did work my ass off, I think that working smart is important. Um, so I think that one of those things was that, you know, I came in and I'm a developer by trade. So I've been making websites that's apps since I've been 13. Um, and I was like, we need to have an app. And instead of, you know, just, you know, saying, oh, let's do this or push to the side or something like that. I said, listen, you know, this is ha- this is something that has to be done. I'm going to own this and we're going to take care of it. And we got our first iOS out app done in, in like three months. And, you know, the real reason for that, I think, was it was working smart by doing the things that needed to get done to propel the company forward. Um, and I think that that was, you know, realized was, you know, how do we how do we look at what we have now and make the best decision out of all the low-hanging fruit? What is the best apple to pick? And then take a stab at you know grabbing that. Sometimes you go to grab it, and sometimes you know you don't get it, um, but sometimes you do. And it's that commitment to um, you know creating a smart you know target. I think that really uh, kind of propelled uh, me to be in the position to you know rise up to be CEO. That's amazing. That is actually amazing because I really do enjoy. I, I it, it's cool to know that you went from that perspective and saw sort of from the perception that you did. And I think that's beneficial for many people. Now, something that we did speak about off beforehand was, uh, especially before this call, was this idea. That it was just the fact that you worked in a digital marketing agency for a little while. Now, I'm curious, what did you do there? Were you still in tech in that perspective and in that position, or did you leverage out to different areas as well? So I actually always use technology to grow businesses. So before even going to that, I built out lead generation um, companies and ended up uh, transitioning away from those um, and getting into the advertising space as an ability to use technology to grow these companies or even grow the advertising mechanics. Um, so I was more of you know lead of digital and I did do traditional marketing and integrated. So on the large scale of things, when you're doing a $100 million makeup brand and you're saying, okay, this is their app or this is their you know, uh, flow, this is what customer retention looks like, this is what this looks like, and this is the $20 million we're spending on TV for this quarter, um, I was able to see all those pieces on a really big scope. Um, and then it's kind of really prepared me to think of things not just on the micro level, but how does this relate the small micro thing to the macro vision of what we're trying to do. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that really makes sense in the way that it is. And so I've got to think of this question a little bit more technically, not technically, but I've got to like try and figure out how to put this question together because in my mind, it's like three separate things at the same time. But I'm like, there's a way to unify this. Um, Sure. And the question quite simply that comes to me is, 
what was it about technology that got you so interested in the first place? I mean, because we, of, of course, I'm assuming that I'm assuming we're in a similar age bracket. Because I don't know, are we? I'm 28. Yep. Yeah, so we're basically like a year off each other. Well, I'm two, nearly two years off of you as well. Because um, we came up with technology. Obviously, I know what fascinates me about technology, but what about it for you that really kind of like drove your attention to go into that sector? What was it about technology that really kind of drew you into it? Yeah, so I think I was just extremely lucky and I fell into technology at such an early age when things were just getting started and ramping up. Yeah. Um, my neighbor growing up made EMC's first website. Um, he was one of the uh, lead tech people there. And he and I would go over to his house to play video games with um, him and his sons. And uh, we would just hang out. And he'd be making websites. And I'd be like, oh, that, what kind of video game is that? He's like, this is my job. <laughs> and uh, he started showing me it. And I was so enthralled with the idea that I could make a website and someone in Japan could see it. Where... I could reach so many people and, and, and use that as an opportunity to, yeah, reach people and to, you know, encourage them to do X, Y, or Z. Um, and I think that's been always the fun thing of, like, what, what technology is. Like, do you remember MySpace? Yeah. Do you remember, like, the backgrounds of, of MySpace and how you could go in and change the CSS and HTML? I used to do that uh, for my friends <laughs> and charge for it. Um, you know, having like an entrepreneur mindset at such a young age. And uh, that kind of propelled me into saying, okay, if I can make 30 bucks doing this, you know, what happens if I can, you know, make a website for a company? What happens if I can make, you know, lead to the company? What happens if I can do, you know, X, Y, and Z? And just really kind of prepared me for the next step. And um, when I look back, I don't think I knew where I was stepping forward to, to. But I wouldn't be able to be in the position I am now without those steps forward. And, and being, I mean, really, I think it just curious was the real thing is like, can I, can I actually figure this out? Is, you know, what's the next puzzle? What's the next step in the video game? And that's kind of, uh, again, where I am today. That is incredible. And I love the fact that you use video games as an analogy. Though I have to <laughs> say, were you more of an Xbox or PlayStation kid growing up? I was an Xbox guy. Oh, thank God. Same. I got the X. I got the original Xbox, the Xbox 360, and got the Xbox One. The Xbox One is the only one where I'm like, I prefer the PlayStation Four over it. Really? See, I've never had a PlayStation. I've played them before, but I grew up on the uh, original Nintendo. Uh, my my dad brought, bought that for me, oh. and he got it at a garage sale. And I, you know, used to play Mario's and all those games forever, and was just so excited that. You know, oh, I can't do this. This is hard. And then I'd see my older brother or my dad beat the level. And I'd go, oh, this is possible. i got to figure this out. And then it would challenge me. And I just love that continuous challenge, um, you know, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Grow. Yep. Yeah. And it sounds like you like that, too. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Um, so to give you guys a quick heads up, and I'm not sponsored by these people, but I would love to be sponsored by them. If you have a, if you have a phone, you can just quickly go on Amazon and you can search game boy phone case and it's an actual game boy that has a lot of like uh nez and snes games on there including super mario 3 oh no way that's cool no not super mario 3 super mario just the first super mario game um it's so badass i i literally spend hours on the way i've had people literally stop me and go are you playing like a mini game boy right now i was like yeah 
Damn. That's cool. Yeah. I should probably stay away from that, though, because I'm already too busy. <laughs> this is why it basically becomes like, and that's how Dan derailed his life. Played the game. I'm kidding. Um, but I was going to say that really, something that really fascinates me about um, you particularly, and also just the company Brain FM, is with what you guys are bringing out, by the time the show airs, it, it'll be pretty much known. So we're going to touch upon it a little bit. But what you guys are actually looking at is that you've started to become one of the, I'd say the first company that I know of at least, that is using scientific-backed research and using science, not just scientific-backed research, but you guys are actually backing your claims up with science. And what I mean by that is there are companies out there that sees a science report and go, this is backed. And then they use that report as reason to actually produce whatever they're producing. The only difference here is that you guys have, have done that, but you've also step, taken a step back and gone, we're going to hire, we're going to get people in to actually test this, to actually have a look at how we can make it even better. So you guys have actually taken it to the forefront where you are, I'd say, would you agree that you guys would be like the ground zero of testing? Like you guys are right there testing what comes next in the app, in the app's evolution. Everything that we deploy is tested. So we currently have, we're, we're, so to touch on that and, and uh, to explore further is we're science first. So really what I, like the cool thing about me being a user and now becoming CEO is I basically take that moment of, oh my gosh, in, into like three years later into what I saw, you know? And I, a lot of the vision that we have is still from that moment. and. I know from a user, I want to make sure that anything I use is the best thing possible. Yeah. If, you know, like getting LASIK, right? You want to go, and I don't want to tell the doctor if my glasses, if this one is better or this one is better. I want a robot looking at my eye and say, this is 100% the best possible solution for your specific eye. And that's what we're doing with music. So really, we test everything on multiple levels. Um, some of it's more expensive, so we have government grants to help us. Um, and then some of it is less expensive where we can do it massive on a massive scale. Um, and we test um, across it. So we do fMRI, which is um, you know that big thing that spins around your brain that is able to slice through it and, and measure certain regions. We do EEG, which is the things you put on your head that is able so to like- Exactly, and active. And then we also do large-scale video game testing. So we use Mechanical Turk by Amazon, and we're able to play our our um, music versus our music without our uh, neural phase locking and our specific pattern of tech built into it. Um, and then finally, against like white noise, brown noise, binaural beats, which we're different from, and we're able to show on video games that are extremely boring that you're more accurate, you play them longer, and you, um, when you're when you're playing them, you're you're able to consistently score better over many individuals across different demographics. And every single song has the same kind of consistency to make sure at the end of the day, when you sign in, you listen to the music, you know you're getting the best possible um, experience. Yeah, that's on a whole nother level. And that's what I mean, that you guys basically stand out. And I may have not been clear in my preambles, what I was saying. That's actually what I meant, was that you guys are a company that puts science first and then you basically create. Um, so you guys have the research down, which again, unfortunately, I don't want to slam other companies saying this, but realistically, you don't see it with other companies as much. 
they don't really go out there and test their own stuff and they don't do what you guys are doing with actually face what was it intel what was it neural locking, phase locking? <laughs> neural phase locking so we have a lot of different kinds of uh processes that we put to our music we have an ai engine that actually builds everything so there's all these roles but you're right i mean so basically we have um other companies that not i don't you know i don't want to talk badly about other companies of either. course not no it's it's not a thing like that but you're looking at truly comparisons you guys i've 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 been with four different companies, and Brain FM is the only one that I've consistently used. I've used I've bought like subliminal training programs from like coaches and hypnotists around the world and stuff, and yet same thing. I use Brain FM and I get almost the same result, or if better, and I'm more consistent with it. So I build a habit out of it rather than the other thing. So that's where exactly. I'm coming from in my mindset. So to the other people that would get benefits from reading, listening to those other programs and using those other apps. Great, that's amazing for you. Me, I, I'm a huge fanboy of Brain FM. It's just a thing. And I don't care if this, sound, this entire show turns into like one giant weird sponsor ad for Brain <laughs> FM. It's true. I, I fucking love that company because they're one of the companies that... But the thing that you guys are developing right now, just... Am I allowed to say what you, sh- what you shared with me specifically? The, what you guys are looking into? Sure. Yeah, we can talk about that. Right. So very quickly, just want to touch upon this. As someone that has ADD, dyslexia, and a few other things as well, which is hilarious being a writer in its own right, um, what I what I what really piqued my interest with the new update of what you guys are moving towards, which is so groundbreaking and actually shakes me in the best possible way so I can actually... The, the energy is amazing in there. Is that you guys are looking at ways for using what you already have to help people with these uh, with attention deficit disorder, ADD, ADHD, be able to actually go into their mind and replace Adderall to create that same brainwave where they can actually focus. You, you're basically bridging the gap rather yeah, than what so Adderall we, used to. So, yeah, I mean, what we're trying to do uh, is, is really give someone another option, right? So it's not that I'm saying let's completely replace that for everyone, but I am saying that you have an option of using this as a preliminary step, a combination, or a total replacement. So currently, as of this taping, we actually do have a grant from the National Science Foundation to help us validate that we can be an alternative therapy for that. And, you know, we have lined up, so we actually just applied for a second phase of that grant, which is a lot of money from the government. Um, It's not really easy to get. So what happens is they're very... You know, you have to have legit science to be able to get that. And the real idea is being able to say, okay, do you have ADHD? Do you have, you know, this? Do you have that? You know, what kind of things? And really be a plus one product for everyone across the board. So whether you have ADHD or not, we're able to get you into the zone and basically make music specifically for, you know, you and to get to that place. Um, and that's, that's really what, again, why we're doing all the science, because everyone's different. Some people are more ADHD prone. Some people don't even need help focusing. Maybe sometimes, maybe they're the group of people that need help sleeping. And being able to create a product that you can, is a one-stop shop for you know really whatever kind of mental state you want on demand is the real main mission of, of what we're doing. Agreed. And that right there is a game changer. And also, I'm going to call it right now. By the time it comes out, everyone would have heard about it. But it's an exclusive-ish, though, except for you guys would have heard about it by then. Damn it. Why didn't I not release this sooner? Oh, well. Um, but what I, was going to say, what I was going to ask, actually, from the perspective of what you guys are actually doing, I do get asked 
by some people because they do have this belief about binaural beats. Um, if that if that that's something that's actually inside Brain FM, and I just I kind of want to just ask you about that. Like, what is the process? Um, would it be more binaural beats, or is it something <clears throat> deeper? Because I know we said neural phase locking is kind of the mechanism behind. But yeah, sure. So I, I'm just curious where the binaural thing keeps coming from because I've had that. Ha I've been asked that like three times today. <laughs> sure. So binaural beats and isochronic tones are these things that uh, were played in the '70s, like 1970s, right? And the they're kind of like leftover pop science, right? Um, the whole idea was that when you play one hertz in one ear of your one ear and one and one another hertz in another, you would be able to dynamically. Um, change your mental state, which we've talked about, um, and, and train to this kind of music, right? So you can increase like your delta and like other kinds of things that people have widely known for a long time is a certain uh, you know brain state that you have to be in to be in deep focus or deep meditation, et cetera, et cetera. The challenge with it is actually there's a lot of research to show that that doesn't actually work. Um, and there's a lot of you know, leftover, like, oh, this is a thing that's that's uh, actually true. It's the same thing with, like, subliminal messaging. So a lot of people believe that that is something that is true and, and possible. And there's a lot of studies to disprove that and not actually show it. So we actually look at something, we do something completely different, but with the same promise of bi binaural beats, of be being able to do mental states on demand. Um, and basically how we do it is... We have all this data we know what the brain looks like, right? And we actually do something um, through modulation of different waves. So we're able to encourage the brain to get into a, a mental state and then lock there. That's why we call it neural phase locking. So Damn. you can kind of yeah, you can kind of think of it like a Christmas tree. You plug it in, it's all blinking all different colors, all all like you know, random. And when you listen to our music actually, it syncs all the lights to blink at the same time. And when we do that, we're able to encourage the brain to get into a mental state and then walk there for as long as you listen to music. But the magic and the reason why this is fun, um, it like as a, as a different side of it, is that once you take your headphones out or you stop listening to music, it fades away. So if you want to nap or sleep, you can sleep and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I, I changed my mind. Right. You're not now a slave to that sleeping pill that you took 20 minutes ago. You just take your heads at phones out, and you're able to do whatever you want, and that's the 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 fun and when what we're doing and how we're approaching it with sound. You have no idea how excited I am and how pissed off I am that I have another another eight weeks to wait. Pissed off in the <laughs> best possible way. I'm just looking at it going, come on. You know when you like, I don't know something. What's something really nerdy I'm into that I do this for? I don't know. Let's just say there's like a movie line or something like, or tickets to Hamilton, or there's a new phone out, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know how like people get get that announcement trailer and then they're like, okay, countdown's on. Let's get here quicker though, because I want it. This is me right now. I'm pretty much that little kid in the line going, come on, give it to me now. It's really, it's hilarious because of delayed gratification. But anyway, that's me digressing. Something I did want to ask you just on the outside, on the personal perspective, um, from yourself, what was like the biggest shift for you? I mean, except for, you know, catapulting yourself to getting to the point that you're at right now, what were some of the biggest health benefits you actually took away from when you started using Brain FM? Like when you personally started using it? So as I mentioned before, I used to work at night. Um, so consistently, 
uh, just because that was the best for me. I, I would actually travel a lot to get into different time zones, so my circadian rhythm would be unmatched, so I could work during the day sometimes. So I think one of the, the benefits is I've been able to have a regular work schedule. So I can wake up at 8 a.m. and feel kind of groggy or tired or whatever, and I can put uh, Brain FM on and then get into that zone no matter what time it is and you know kind of do that whenever I want. And I think that that's itself is really great because it's been able to let me have a real personal life <laughs> um, the last three years, you know, because you can imagine like only working at night or only working at certain times, um, you know, and, and I used to be a freelancer or get paid per projects done. So it was not, it wasn't about the time I worked. It was about the quantity of work I got done. So I was really, you know, like uh, golden handcuffed almost to that um, thing. And that's been huge because now I can like turn off my brain and go to the gym at six o'clock because that's when it's scheduled to go. Or I can hang out with my girlfriend or even have a girlfriend because I got my work done. And um, that's been helpful. Um, it's also been helpful uh, meditation. So uh, if you know how to meditate, these are meditation functions because we're, we're not necessarily teaching meditation, but we're, we're helping you get to that mental state quicker. Um, we were able to gets you in a deeper meditation. And I've been able to learn how to meditate and then also uh, add meditation to my schedule and actually achieve pretty great breakthroughs uh, by just using the product instead of like, you know, using another method for six or nine months to be able to learn quicker. Does that make so sense? Yeah, so basically what this does, is it primes the brain into a, sh not a shortcut, but like it starts to prime the brain a lot quicker. So those neural pathways are created rather than spending say six to eight months going through the, the meditation and kind of have go kind of going through the hard work of actually being able to calm your mind to that point and actually having okay. it, i'd say like yeah. it's basically a shortcut to that isn't it would you say that yeah way? exactly i would say it's definitely a shortcut it's it's uh it's almost a shortcut or even a guide to where you're trying to go um yeah. and if you don't want to focus you're not gonna focus like some people they they tell me sometimes they're like oh yeah i was driving in the car and then i I didn't feel anything. It's like, yeah, because you weren't working. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to be doing like trying to meditate to actually get use out of the meditation product. But when you are doing them at the same time, it stacks together and does bring you to that place quicker than you normally get. So more than anything, I'd say it's an invisible stack because that's actually what you're doing. You're creating. It's uh, it's basically your invisible stepladder. Because what you're essentially doing is fair enough. I want to get to that point where I'm meditating. So you get into the act of meditating. You put Brain FM's meditation channel on, and now it's kind of like you're taking the expressway to get there versus just kind of like I'll try and climb up this giant hill by myself. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the Sherpa, right? Yeah, exactly. You go to Everest. Yeah. It's it's easier when someone uh, brings you there. So yep. So much easier. Um. And that's something that's really, really powerful in its own, right? And I'm glad that you actually shared that specifically. Um, one of the things I tend to... Everything okay? Or we got a fire going? Uh, I guess we can keep going. I just heard that one blast. I'm sorry about that. Oh, no worries about it. It was far enough in the background that it didn't actually affect us. But if it did... Okay. Sorry, guys. Um, but I was going to say, one of the ones that really works for me specifically that I really enjoy is the Relax. Uh, the mostly for relaxing because I have a very hard time uh, um, unwinding at night. 
I don't know what's, what what state are you in or are you in Canada I can't remember I'm in New York City okay so you're in NY um, so what I'd say is like one of the things that I've used in the past is like uh, melatonin tablets just to like try and get my body off to that resting place and it just it, after a while I just feel like if you're taking tablets or something like that for something your body should naturally be able to do quote unquote naturally be able to do you're actually only setting yourself up for a hormonal imbalance way down the line. So when I now use the relaxation part of this, it does put me in that state because I am actually relaxing. I'm not looking at work. I'm not reading a book. I'm not checking my phone. I'm actually just like switching off. Sometimes I do it while I'm watching a Netflix show just because it puts me into that state. Oddly enough, people are like, how the hell do you watch a Netflix show and have like Brain FM on? I was like, well, headphones and subtitles. That's basically <laughs> how I get around it. Plus, it's That's really funny. It's really good for learning Portuguese. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's actually what I use it for is because uh, I'm currently learning um, Brazilian Portuguese. So for me, it's like a, a combination of like reading the subtitles to a movie I already know all the words to and having this relax app kind of going at the same time. That's funny. I've never heard that, but I'm going to have to try that um, in some learning stuff. Do you want to get geeky for a second? Oh, hells yes. Okay, ask, so one of the he cool asks me. One of the cool things that we've discovered, and, and there's, you know, I'm going to reference theories and things that we're finding out and stuff, and I'll try to discern between the both. Oh, no. Sounds like we're having a fire something. Um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, okay cool. like, it's mild in the background. <laughs> okay, cool. So one of the cool things that we found is that um, really, you know, the human brain and the... the do you the, want to actually pause for a second until, like, this is over? That would be great, actually. Yeah, cool. guys. So we're gonna pause, we're gonna pause until the things over, and then we're just gonna get Dan back on. Hold on, guys. Um, I know that sounds like a little bit of an abrupt thing, but like we just had like a fire alarm over on Dan's side, so or something going on. But we've uh, hopefully it's passed, so we should be able to continue. So yes, geeking out on me. <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, the cool thing is that the, the human uh, brain and the whole organism that we are is made to keep, keep us alive. Right? That's what life is about, to propagate species. And the cool thing that we're learning is that, um, you know, when you introduce any stimuli into your body, whether it's melatonin or whatever, like binaural beats, this is why it doesn't work for the same reason, um, is because your brain normalizes to it. Right? Yeah. So you get distractions. Like if you hear um, a truck backing up, beep, beep, beep. You do that for 30 minutes, you're not even going to hear the beeping anymore because it's now looking for distractions that are going to hurt you, and that is its main focus. So 30,000 years ago, a rustle in the bush was a tiger coming to eat you, and distractions kept you alive. And because we don't have those distractions in our everyday life, what happens is our, like, we, our brain starts looking for them. So you sleep, you sit in bed, and you're you can't you can't sleep because you have a thousand thoughts going on in your head. You're thinking about you know that ex girlfriend that texts you out of the blue, or you know you're you're something at at you know work or this client or X Y and Z because we don't have those life or death situations. In the same exact way, um, most people sleep better in thunderstorms, and the reason is because predators don't hunt in thunderstorms, or most of them don't. And we are safer, so our brain can actually say, okay, I don't need to devote a lot of resources to threat management, and I can sleep better. 
And there's all these really interesting things that we're finding, and they're actually all incorporated into Brand FM. So a lot of our music, I, I talked about how we have 3D modulation of sounds and, and through things, but we actually randomize 3D sound throughout. So if you're listening on headphones, sometimes it'll feel like, especially our meditation tracks, like the sound is like on the top right, and then goes down to the bottom right, almost through you, and then up to the top. And it's actually like randomized, so your brain can't lock onto it and remember it, and then lose the effects of what we're actually trying to do. Right. So, um, so, and so, so you so were saying? No, no, you were saying. Please continue. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, and, and that's some of the cool stuff. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, these sometimes melatonin is a quick fix, right? But eventually, you get used to it. And what we want to do is we want to find ways to uh, get you into that zone that you never actually like align to, that you never actually like, um, it never it loses its efficacy and it always works 100%. And that's why we're finding through music um, and through like the hearing mechanisms of our brain uh, that a lot of things are possible because they're actually linked to evolutionary uh, things that we Biology, don't know. Yeah. It's, exactly. it's, a, it's, a, it's how our bodies develop and over time how, they have, uh, how they've been. It's also like the same, like just kind of give you guys another example of what evolutionary biology could also look like. It's why some people can actually adapt to a vegan diet very quickly and other people just will never be able to just simply because of how their genetic bodies were built based on what they were exposed to. Now that's a little bit more randomized based on location around the world Whereas what you're saying, if I'm not mistaken, is essentially the evolutionary function of muscle confusion. Of what, exactly. Of what Arnold Schwarzenegger called in Pumping Iron, which is you, you've, your body gets used to how certain things tear and how certain things adapt and how they recover. So it doesn't give you the same level of, how do I put this? Um, basically, this, the, the orange, growth is definitely one of them, but the orange doesn't give you the same amount of juice every single time yeah because it becomes acclimized uh so if you if you become if you turn that into something more random and consistent like the way that you guys are doing with brain fm by changing the modulation actually keeping the brain active without it completely coming to full awakening awakening like it's like i'm awake i can think about a million different things it's kind of like no we're gonna let you kind of get used to a little bit then take you out of this and put you somewhere else and just get so constantly it gives it a new neural pathway to walk around Without so it's like a sense of familiarity without actually having the familiar um, footsteps to walk across. If that makes sense. You got so, it. Yeah, that's a very long-winded way of me trying to explain a very simple concept so I can understand <laughs> it. So I apologize for everyone's like Adel, we got it like ten minutes ago. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so as we're reaching this part of my show, there is something I do love to ask, and it's quite simply this. Um, I'd be very very. Actually, I'd have to ask: Are you are you an avid reader, voracious reader, audiobooks, none of the above? What's your take? Uh, I definitely do audiobooks all the time. Yep. Okay, so let let's put it that way. So let's do five audiobooks that you'd recommend everyone reads. That's one, and the second part to this is three movies that you'd recommend everyone go check out that you you personally enjoyed growing up. Could be from any time. Ooh, five. I usually get like two. Um, let's see. I love Relentless. Um, Relentless is by Tim S. Grover, Michael That's Jordan's nice. coach. Um, yeah, I love that book. Um, High Growth Handbook. I've been uh, going through real quick right now, and it's it's basically about scaling companies. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun. 
Um, let's see. Richard Branson's Losing My Virginity is fantastic. I love to see how he thinks and how he, like, you know, got to where he is. Um, let's see. What other? I love autobiographies. So, you know, I, I also think the Steve Jobs one is interesting. Um, some things of what, you know, made great success and what maybe stumbling blocks to, like, you know, avoid. Um, and then I love Zig Ziglar. Um, throwback from the, the pack. Now it's so he's kind of like um, you know personal help kind of thing. It's it's very bite-sized, small things. Um, and and you know he's it's kind of like the Tony Robbins before Tony Robbins, like you know fifty years ago. Oh, and sure. uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I grew up listening to him. I got introduced to him when I was a really young kid, and he does it very simple. If he wants any, you can get anything you want in life. If you help enough people get what they want, for example, and um, those are really great, um, some some great books that I constantly am cycling through. Um, movies, let's see, um, let's see. Uh, good question. Um, I really have to think about this. I, I don't really, I haven't watched movies in a long time. Um, I do. Uh, occasionally, if I have time to just like hang out and watch something, I usually put on Star Trek: The Next Generation because I love that. Um, Classic, good yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So I love that stuff. Um, I love, uh, you know, just kind of like anything to do with adventure and exploring. Um, let's see, let's see. I, I probably have to stick to the Star Trek thing for now, and then uh, I'll follow up with some good movies. But I. Unfortunately, I just don't have the time right now, so I don't have any fresh in my head. Uh, that's all cool. I'm sure I'll get a list from you at some point and be like, yes, I went to watch these movies, like Godfather, whatever. I was like, fair enough. I'd say going back to it with Zig, I love Zig Ziglar because very similar to you, I grew up listening to him. In fact, um, that adage of help enough people get what they want and you'll get what you want is actually how I write my copywriting business, which, don't get me wrong, has made me, well... It wasn't the right choice at times uh, financially, but it paid its dividends way down the line. Like, you know, just taking a job because you're like, I know this person doesn't have money, but I know I can help them achieve what they want to achieve. On the other side, they end up getting me 10 new clients without even me asking. I'm like, it, it, it always pays itself back. And Zig's one of my heroes. I'd say Les Brown or Jim and Jim Rohn. Were like the other oh, two yes. Great books. Yeah. I was going to say great people. If you're on Audible, um, you can actually get their, all three of their libraries for a credit each, or you can buy them separately for like 50 bucks. But like, if you can get an Audible credit, you can just download like 14 to 28 hours worth of content and just have it on the background while you're walking around. It's just amazing. Um, they, don't make them like that. they don't make them like that anymore, you know? Like, no, they definitely don't. I, he, they come from different times, I think. And uh, it's, it's been great because they were able to condense like this old age wisdom into, you know, applicable skills that are in the right way. You know, I think sometimes you have people today that um, you don't necessarily know their intentions um, or what they're trying to do. And I'm not saying that these people were perfect either because, you know, I didn't know things like, perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they, no one is. But um I think it's it's just about having the foundation and, and being able to filter and saying like, hey, this is really smart. I should apply this to my life. And this other thing, be like, eh, I don't believe in that, you know. And and being you know, being able to absorb information and, and use it. Agreed. It's it's entirely from that perspective that people. I would suggest that everyone just checks it out and actually goes through that way, uh, goes through those books and trainings if you haven't been before. 
because they've what they've done is taken timeless concepts and actually put them in a way that is timeless that you can listen back to. Like I like Gary Vee as much as the next guy from time to time. But again, it's just from time to time. I can't have him constantly in my ear. Whereas I'd say someone like Earl Nightingale, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, Jim Rohn, those are like my four old school dudes. I can have them on literally all the time because their voices are both soothing, calming, and inspirational all in one. It's the weirdest freaking balancing act. I'm like, it's how like are you grandpa doing this? talking to you. Exactly. Right. That that is the <laughs> best freaking analogy that I could say. That is it. It's grandpa talking to you. It's like, hey kid, what are you doing? It's like so amazing. Um, just real quickly before we wrap up though, I do wanna just ask, uh I, I wanna just first of all thank you for actually continually improving Brain FM and actually bringing it to the world. And, you know, congrats on your success and, you know, um, I hope far more success towards the company and you guys and what you're doing. Um, and one of the last questions I really want to ask you would be to do with confidence. Because this is quite a big uh, concept for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. I'm assuming you faced failure when you were trying to do things because everyone does. Some people are lucky they don't, but I assume that you did. Um, how did you get yourself back up every single time? Like, what was the thing that was in your mind that says, I got to get up one more time? Ooh, this is good. Um, so I think when you're knocked down and you get up, and, and I definitely have had many, many of those. I, I never went to college or university, so I like to tell people I got, I went to the school of, of uh, getting screwed over. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God, that's the best one ever. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Yeah, feel free. Um, so really, I think it comes down to is there's always a way to look at every situation. There's a positive and a negative. And I used to teach martial arts. I'm actually a secondary black belt. And, um, Which martial arts? Uh, mixed martial arts, but specifically Krav Maga, um, heavily focused. You might um, want to have a conversation then, about this afterwards, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's jam. Um, so really, and, and I used to teach this parable to the kids, right, is... You know, it, it's it's told in many different ways and in different cultures, but there's two dragons inside of you, right? Yeah. And it's the one you feed that is the stronger one, right? And it's just like a muscle, and it's a discipline of being able to feed the positive ones. So something happened to you. It could be the worst thing ever, right? But there is always a silver lining to that as long as you use the discipline to look for that silver mine, uh, lining. And sometimes it's really hard. But if you do it enough, that dragon is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And when they fight, the bigger dragon always wins. And in reality, yeah, I just, like, I, I'm the most annoyingly positive person ever. Because even if I get kicked up on the ground, I say, okay, what did I learn from this? How do I make sure I don't do this again? And, and that's kind of what I always look for. How do I, and if I do do it again, then that's just not leveling up in the video game. You know what I mean? Um, so I got to learn and move up and level up and then, you know, keep going. That is awesome. I, I love, I love that. And I agree with you on the whole positivity of how it is. Um, and it is who you feed. And I've been on the side of feeding my dragon or your wolf, depending on which, you know, which variation you want yep. to tell. Um, and that right there has helped me through times. And I've also starved my wolf. And I've noticed what's happened. I gotta tell you, just like feeding that thing self development and like positivity and whatever has made a has made a positive impact. 
And don't get me wrong, and I want to put this out there because I don't want everyone to think that positive, like, self-development and positive thought processes and stuff like that are going to be, everything's going to be happy and rosy. It isn't. You're going to lose friends. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You're going to, I've, I've lost friends very recently because, mm-hmm. as my friend said to me, it was like, ever since I went through a rapid transformation last year, and what he said to me was, he warned me, he goes, I guarantee you the people that you were best friends with will not be able to recognize you and the true friends will stand with you. And I didn't believe him. And then it became a thing because I lost some of my closest friends over seemingly nothing. Like, it's like I, someone said something to someone else um, and all of a sudden I'm the guy that's the, uh, I'm the guy that's the asshole in that story and I've lost them as a friend. And I'm like, how the fuck have I lost you as a friend? I thought we were like really good and hanging out and all this, that, the other. I was like, this is weird. And then it came back to that mindset of like, you've become a better person than you were a year ago. You've transformed to, to become a better man. That scared other people away from your true power and true who, to who you're becoming. Not always the case. Sometimes you could actually be a great A asshole, but like if you've done the work and being a good person, then you can just, everyone knows that you're a good person based on how you are. And this person just out the blue becomes weird with you. Nine out of 10 times, it's something to do with them. But you got to be strong enough to actually be aware of what's going on. Because if you don't, that shit will actually crumble your self-development to the ground. Because sometimes you feel like it's your fault and then you question yourself and it just goes backwards. Yeah. And I would add too, it's like, like to, based on your point is sometimes even if you do know what's going on, it still sucks. <laughs> But oh, God, you got to, you know, stay the path and, and be really committed and saying like, I actually want to be this person, you know? Yeah. I want to have this thing because at the end of the day, it's who you are, not who they are. Um, and just to round off that point real quickly, dude, again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Um, I'm really grateful that we actually got a chance to connect as well. Uh, guys, check out brain.fm if you're not already a member. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't like how, this is how much I love this app. I've not even got like an affiliate thing. I'm not asking them to do anything. I'm just straight up going to go to brain.fm, pick it up. And I guarantee you it's, it's super cheap. Pick it up. It will literally change the way you think about things and your energy. And for those people who are like, how do I overcome procrastination? Brain.fm. Start using that stuff. You will understand and see your brain work and flow so much better. Appreciate it. Oh, man. It's all good. Uh, But thank you for actually being here. And, guys, I will see you on the next episode. Go check out brain.fm. And, yeah, thanks for being fans. If you like this episode, then review, subscribe, share, rate. I always read those. And I'll see you on next week's episode. Take care. Bye.